Today on this joyful first Saturday, I'm offering a mass in honor of Our Lady, help of Christians. The church has asked Mary for her protection from the very early days of its existence. And there's a beautiful prayer called the Subtulum Presidium, going back all the way to the third century, which uh, asks Mary for protection from all danger. It goes, we take refuge under your tender mercy, O Holy Mother of God. Do not make light of our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us from all dangers, O ever glorious and blessed Virgin. And there's a beautiful melody for this prayer, the Subtuum Presidium. And throughout the ages, uh, there's been many, of course, stories of uh, people, towns, countries, receiving the protection of the Blessed Virgin when they needed it the most, when their very existence, uh, their, their very life was even in danger. Not just their soul, but their life as well. And there's a story in the 1300s that St. Bridget uh, in Rome was uh, under attack. There was a riot taking place and they surrounded her house. She was with some uh, family and friends, uh, other Christians who uh, were being persecuted, and they could hear outside the mob saying, you know, let's just burn, let's just burn them alive and burn down the house. And St. Bridget heard Our Lady say to her, sing together the Ave Mari Stella, and I will protect you from every danger. And so Our Lady, uh, you know, wants to place all her children under her mantle, but we have to go to her. You know, we have to present her those roses with the rosary. We have to, to sing to her, uh, you know, those songs of honor if we want to be like her humble children under the care of her protection, under her mantle. And the Blessed Virgin Mary reminds us that no matter what danger we face, no matter what persecution we have, no matter what freedoms are taken away, we always have the freedom to be faithful. We always have the opportunity to be faithful in charity. Think of the Blessed Virgin's own life, how faithful she was, the great faith she had, she was told by the angel Gabriel that she would be the mother of the Messiah, this great king of David, this kingdom without end. And how faithful she was, despite everything not looking like she expected. You know, her son being the poorest of all men, being born homeless, and then being exiled into another country for years. And then growing up, toiling as a humble carpenter in obscurity for 30 years, things might have not really looked like what she seemed to have been promised. But she was faithful. And especially in all those quiet years, she was faithful in charity. And that's ultimately all that matters in the end, is no matter what is given to us in this life, no matter what comes our way, no matter 
whether we have the good times or the bad times, that we be faithful in charity. And that's what our Lord gets at in today's gospel in this parable of the kingdom of heaven. You know, Jesus says in this parable, a man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one. Now, one talent is about 15 to 20 years of uh, daily wages. So in today's terms, that's, uh, you know, if we have $15 minimum wage, uh, it's almost around $700,000, $800,000 for one talent. And, you know, one servant got five of these, and another got two, and another one. And so notice how, you know, that's how God is, right? We don't receive everything completely equally in a certain sense, right? We're given according to our abilities. That's what Scripture says here, to each according to his ability. And the one with five talents made another five, working hard, trading them. Another, the one with two made another two. But then the one who received one, what did he do? He was lazy, and he just buried it. He didn't really want to work with it. He didn't want to invest it. He didn't want to trade. He didn't want to do anything with it. And we might say, well, at least he didn't lose it. At least he didn't squander it. Uh, but we're not called to do the bare minimum. We're called to be saints. We're called to greatness. And the master comes back, the one with five talents, says, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. And what is Jesus' response? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. And that's ultimately what the kingdom of heaven is all about, sharing in the joy God has in store for us. Eternal life is eternal life. Life is good. But it's more than just living in some kind of uh, suspended, mediocre state. Heaven is about sharing in our master's joy. You know, think of the happiest moment you ever had in your life. Think of the most joyful things you've enjoyed. And then multiply that by a thousand, a million, an infinity. That joy still would not compare to the joy we will have in heaven. And that's what our Lord is inviting us to share in. And if we are servants in that kingdom, in order to share in the joy, we also need to work for that joy with our charity, with our love. We have received the gift of faith, but then we must be faithful in charity with the talents that God has given us. And this is actually where our English word talent comes from, is this ancient word talent. Uh, that, you know, each has their different talents. We've now applied that to, you know, all our different kinds of talents whether it be in, uh, you know, different academic skills like math or literature or different uh, manual labor skills, 
different athletic skills, whatever it is, musical skills, we all have different talents and we're to use them for the greater glory of God so that everything we do is done out of love for him. And the second servant says, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. And then we have that servant who only received one and didn't make one more with that. And what does he do? What's his excuse for his laziness? He, he says, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. Basically accuses God, accuses the master of a, being a thief, sowing where he did not sow and then stealing from that field, you know, gathering it. He's accusing God of being a thief and being a demanding person. Why does he have this image of God? Because of the distortion of sin. Think back to Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, after they sin, their understanding of God completely changes. God was a generous father who gave them a whole dominion to care for and was providing the best, provided everything for them. And sin distorted their understanding of God to be someone who was demanding, someone to be afraid of. That's why they went and hid. And someone who wanted to take away, you know, anything they might have, you know, was holding something back. Sin is what distorts our image of God. We are the ones who misunderstand God. And if we are afraid of God, not in that reverential way, you know, the, the, the gift of fear is important, right? It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. We have to have respect for the power of God and have reverence for him. But not to have this kind of fear that this wicked servant has and that we're afraid God is just ready to pounce on us. That's why it's so important to turn to Mary, the Blessed Virgin, to show us who God is. She is the mother of God. She will show us who he is. And so that's why praying the rosary, meditating on the life of Christ is so uh, important for growing in our faith and knowledge and understanding of God. And so the, the wicked servant makes an excuse for his laziness, slanders his master, and the master then takes away his talent and gives it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Everyone who has charity will be given more, and all the other virtues, and he will grow rich. But the one who does not have charity, anything else good that he does is corrupt. Because if it's done without charity, it is nothing. It's like a, a loud clanging cymbal. Think of the angels who fell. When they became demons, they still keep their hierarchy 
within the angelic order, the nine choirs of angels. All the demons correspond. That's why some demons are stronger than others. That's why some exorcisms take longer than others, because there's different uh, choirs of angels for the good angels and the fallen angels. All those angels who fell, though, were given certain responsibilities, in a certain sense, talents. Those in the, the top hierarchy are in the, the throne of God, adoring God, worshiping God. Those in the middle choir uh, help run the universe. Those in the bottom choir help uh, mankind, being assigned to countries or uh, to families, to individuals. You know, we all have a guardian angel. But then what happened to all those fallen angels who were given those responsibilities? Well, all those responsibilities were given to others. But yet God had a great plan for them. And yet they chose not to serve. I will not serve was the motto of the devil. We, though, in being disciples of Christ, do want to serve. We follow the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary in saying fiat. And that fiat that Mary said at the Annunciation is not just a, uh, just kind of a resignation to God's will. It's not just, okay, God, whatever you want, fine. It's an eager acceptance. It's not just a receptivity. That, that Greek word emphasizes so much more. It emphasizes, I accept what you want and I eagerly desire it as well. I am excited to accept what you have. And so that fiat is our model. Whatever God gives us in our vocation or our talents, we too must be like, me, like Mary saying fiat, eagerly accepting what God has in store for us, eagerly accepting that prayer that we pray every day in the Our Father, thy will be done. And with that, his will for us simply is to love God with all our heart, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. That's all we need to focus on is simply carrying out our duties, being faithful in what God has called us to do, being faithful in charity. And we ask the Blessed Virgin Mary then to intercede for us that we might always be faithful in love, always be faithful in charity, that we might multiply all the talents that God has given us. Some are given those five talents. You know, some, those are pretty much all our, our canonized saints, right? Think of Mother Teresa or St. Faustina, St. John Paul II. All these great saints seem to have been given more talents and then they multiplied it with great. Well, even if we're the ones with two talents, we are still called to multiply those talents. In a certain sense, we might relate then to that servant who received the two talents. But even he was faithful 
and received many riches, many treasures in heaven. And so with the Blessed Virgin Mary, help of all Christians, may we too, when we are before our Lord giving an account, may we hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.